All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of Facts and Stats. It is now episode 76. Here along with me, I have a special guest. I'm allowing him to introduce himself shortly, but before we get to him, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and tell a friend about everything that we have going on here at Facts and Stats. And then, special guest, go ahead and tell us who you are, what you do, and, you know. For sure, for sure. My good people, how y'all doing? It's your boy Devin Disney tapping in on Facts and Stats. A little bio about me really quick. I'm currently the uh, executive producer and creative director for several pro athletes and brands. Um, Athletes such as Ravel McGee, Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels, things you might have seen on YouTube. Um, As well as I am now the director of athlete partnerships at SDN Digital, where I am turning athlete content into cash for them and making them just dollars on their story. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you again for reaching out for the... uh, for having me as a guest appearance and excited to talk to you about obviously what's going on in the sports world and things that I might know about and just give your viewers a little insight, man. I'm excited to be here. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it, it was a, it was a definitely an honor for you to respond back to me. Um, I heard you in a Twitter space and everything that you were saying sounded so fluently and feel like I can gain some information from you. Uh, but you know, this is sort of kind of my favorite time of the year. Um, when it gets to that January, February year range around yeah. the sports world, because you have the playoffs, you have the NBA All-Star break coming up, and then one of the most popular things, the March Madness coming up. Um, so you can Ooh. see sort of kind of who's the good teams and who's not the good teams in college basketball. But anything is possible in the, you know, the March Madness tourney. Anything, uh, man. Anything's possible there. It, 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 was a, it was an amazing, um, not so much amazing, but an interesting wild card weekend and playoff football this past weekend. We've seen a lot of blowouts. Um, we didn't really see too many good games. So I'm going to go ahead and start with you before I get to my other question. What was your favorite game and why this past weekend? You know what? My favorite game had to be, and well, I know we're going to talk about it, but that Niners-Cowboys game, man. Like, if if you watched that game at the start, so to give you some give you some quick background on this, my wife used to work for the 49ers. So we like, we root for the 49ers from time to time. I went to college and was teammates with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, so man. I – am um good you know we still keep in contact something like that so i root for his career so anything going on with the niners i'm like yeah let's do this one of my best friends is a diehard cowboys fan so like there's there was all that shit talking especially in the bay area like yo you know we don't we don't do this thing in the d man we won't win this this, this is our year and they're like every single year you got to hear of cowboys fans yeah and, and man did i love Dak prescott let's, <laughs> let's not get it twisted i love Dak prescott i love a black quarterback but my goodness, to lose a game like that, and again, they were getting cooked. And I'm like, oh, you know, the Niners are going to blow this. Cowboys are going to do some miraculous thing to win this. Oh, my gosh. To see the way that game ended. Because as you mentioned earlier, a lot of those other games, blowouts. Yeah, blowouts. More interesting. We were like, why are you even on the field? That was the game you're watching like, dang, that's how this one ends? I don't, I don't even really recall the other games. Because they were just like scrimmages. This yeah, was the much. game, and this was that, that's the most remarkable one because we were watching that live. Like, wow, this this is playoff football right here. Right here, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, that that game, it, and we might as well go ahead and stake here really quickly before we get to the other games that weren't, weren't mm-hmm. as exciting to us. Um, the 49ers obviously started out fast. You know, not even just fast. They just played at a, a, a better game, a better brand of football in the first half than the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen the Cowboys get a late-game interception, also a forced fumble. Um, and they had a chance. Um, but 
So what do you think was going through their mind sort of kind of to that last possession to where Dak Prescott chose to scramble for about 15 yards? Man, I... <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I try to process it over and over and over, and I just, I just couldn't understand. I know. I, all I know is he was trying to make a play, and right. I get it. I understand. Like, you have every single year have those Cowboys been just at the – like, they are there every single year. And you're like, all right. This is the team because you looked at this team this year, even at the beginning of the season, you're like, mm, they're gonna be okay as long as they stay healthy. They got their O line back for this game. Mm-hmm. O line because they couldn't get no running game on a 49ers defense. It's not bad, but I'm not gonna say they're the greatest. But that 49 defense held, held Zeke to I don't even remember how many yards, but it was not much. It was not much. Not much, not at all. He so, didn't have over 40 and that, yards. That's what. Yeah, it was like yeah. 31, 32, yeah, something 37 like that. Like that so. Oh my goodness. And that offensive line all year long was talking about how good they are. Mm-hmm. I heard nothing but how good that offensive line is. That you couldn't get you can get that man and not even 40 rushing yards in a playoff game. <laughs> right. Life on the line, checks on the line. You couldn't get that. So for Dak, he's like, I gotta make a play. And all year long, we saw what happened with him. That's why he got hurt earlier. Because mm-hmm. he was shot there trying to make plays, right? CD Lamb trying to catch everything. He got hurt that second to last play. Yeah, he did. You remember that? He yeah, caught he that out route. He yeah. ran his ankle. They were like, no, get your, get your get ass right back. back. There, yeah. <laughs> he, he hobbled a little ass yeah. back out there. And you're like, all right, cool. You know, Amari, I don't even know what Amari was doing. I don't know if he was – he, he, he had a right. touchdown, but I feel like his, his right. stat wasn't on the game really. You know, it, it, that stat really wasn't there. You know, um, I just think yeah. nobody on the Cowboys offensive side of the ball really, like, put their imprint or their – you know, their, their made their presence felt on the field that night. Um it was clear as day, right. 49ers all the way. Elijah and Debo controlled the game. Um, oh, my and, gosh. And I want to touch Debo on Debo. Sam, Debo Samuel yeah. is amazing. That's that's what I want to touch on. I think this is probably one of the most um, amazing football players in the league right now. Um, i seen a stat today that he lined up at running back 13 times, slot 13 times, and wide out 19 times, all in that game. Now, just imagine the wear and tear that he takes and the body preparation that he does week in and week out. You know, so a big, a big shout-out to Debo Samuel. He's a heck of a football player. Um, he's He's really grown on my chart, you know, for the football players that I like. Um, but let's talk about some of the positives that the 49ers did in that game. What, what, what do you see there from them? Um, You mentioned the run game. Like, yeah. and we talked all – I've talked to people all year about the Niners' run game and how they were pretty much running back by committee. And I don't even remember the week that Devo Samuels started playing running back. Me neither. But that <laughs> week changed everything. Like, that week changed everything. Because Elijah Mitchell came in because I forgot who I, who started the season for it. Because it uh, wasn't Elijah so I would assume Moster was there. Um, I'm not sure if he was there, but you had Moster, and then he went down. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was him. Yeah, it was Moster. That's how long the season. Yeah, it's been a real long season. Moster went down pretty early, and then you had Elijah. Elijah start to take off, and then you had Trey Trey Sermon for a, a game or two, and then Trey Elijah Sermon, just yeah, he Elijah just looked like Elijah that guy. came in. Yeah, he just looked like that guy. So Elijah coming looks like that guy. He gets hurt. Then all three Debo's like, hey, you might have to play running back. Yeah. Then he was like, "Hold on, we could do some, we could do some things here." Because again, they were playing that Jimmy could do all this stuff with his his wide receivers, but at the end of the day, they weren't throwing. You know, they couldn't get the deep pass because they're double covering. Kittle was hurt off and on, right, right. so there was so much they were doing. So I guess that move to Debo to running back was the move because then you look at the stats. I just put up, you look at the stats from the, the playoff game. Debo ran ten times, seventy-two yards. That's a, he had a seven. Yards at Gary. Then Elijah 27 for 96, just shot. Both had touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That, that is huge. And again, we just talked about the Cowboys, 37 rushing yards. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Come on now. You know, uh, the 49ers, you know, outdid them pretty much at, you know, the Cowboys sort of kind of started to go away from a balanced attack when Dak sort of kind of started to evolve. You know, last yep. year, for example, um, even though Dak went down, they sort of kind of was showing that they were a passing on this offensive team. I don't think that was the right balance for them when it comes to no. you know, feeding Zeke and, you know, trying to make that team go. Um, and Dak, all season long, was hesitant to run the ball. You know, in the back of his mind, that ankle surgery was still clicking in his head a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, the Cowboys are there almost every year. Um, I like the I like the team that they've been built built over the last five years or whatnot. They're a playoff team, and hopefully they shake back next year. Um, Diggs. I do I do too because as you're about to mention, I mean to cut you off, but no, like, going on that defensive side, yeah, right, right. With Trevon Diggs and his evolution evolution of the secondary that can never stop a cold, like that was a huge story, and that's one of the really big things you wanted to see from Dallas. Was like, can they stop somebody? And, now they know they have some good pieces. Do you think of Michael Parsons off the off the edge as a was he a rookie? So like yeah, they're like, yo, yeah. you got some great pieces, and that's what they've been missing. And they just got to really dial in like that offense. I think because as you mentioned, we're gonna, I'm looking. I just pulled up the Cowboys stats. They rushed only really only rushed 16 times, 12 through Zeke, four through Tony Pollard, who I thought was a great running back this year when he had time to actually run. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if you don't give him a chance, and four four rushing attempts, twelve rushing attempts, that's not going to win it. Dak throwing forty three times yeah. in a playoff game and having to run for his life half of those times, <laughs> like that's not going to get it done. And I know, and I know they're sick there because they had all. The, this was the year you really thought they had all the pieces yeah, at least sure. get to the championship game for sure. For sure, uh, I definitely, I definitely agree with you there um, easily. But like you said, um, I don't think the Cowboys had that defensive star, that defensive spark, you know, really since Demarcus Ware. Um, so hopefully yeah. Michael Parsons can be that guy that can sort of kind of set the edge, set the tone for that team, along with Demarcus Lawrence, Diggs, and so forth. Um, that's enough 49ers and Cowboys. Hell of a game. It was a great game. <laughs> you know, it was a great game. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next week's game, but I'm going to get back to for you sure. on that. Um, so we're going to go ahead and skip all these other wild card games. Well, one more game that I want to tap in on before we get to divisional round talks. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the Raiders. Um Raiders and Bengals play. I know you're I think you're out that area. Well, Las Vegas Raiders now. But we've seen the Raiders and Bengals play 19 to 26. Bengals end up winning. Jamar Chase. Mm. Um, he was Jamar Chase, man. He's not looking like a rookie at all. Haven't been looking like a rookie all season. And it's just crazy that he foregoed his junior year and still went top five in the draft and looked like, you know, he probably could have went higher than that. Um Listen, but Jamar Chase yeah. is that dude. And I and this is this is what's gonna make me the most mad because you know you do fancy drafts and you're about to draft people. Tomorrow was on my board. And I had one person on the draft. I said, you know, what? I'm gonna go for this rookie. I'm gonna get him. Somebody else got him. And all year long, I was like, I knew it because I don't know what it was. There was just something about the young man. I was like, after seeing what happened with Justin Jefferson, I think that's what right. it really was. Right. We see what happened with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. I'm like, now you get Joe and his boy mm-hmm. together. That's that's gonna be something. It may not be the craziest thing that first year. But this exceeded my expectation. 116 uh, catches, uh, passing yards. I'm sorry, receiving yards in uh, the playoff game. Come on, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a rookie, Come you on, know, man. as a rookie, and made sure that he found his way to get into the end zone. It's like he has a knack for that end zone. Um, his season was amazing. Um, he excelled. You know, on the top wide receivers prior to him: Justin Jefferson, Odell, Randy Moss, and so forth. Um, so, I mean, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the divisional. Um, and I want to sort of kind of swing it back to the team you support a little bit, 49ers. They now have to play the Packers. Um, A-Rod is 0-3, Ooh. you know, against them. Um, 
it, it'll be an interesting game. So I just want to see what's your thoughts on that game. Do you give the 49ers a real shot? And how do you think the Packers, if any team, can even contain Debo Samuel? Man, you, I think looking at the schedule of the divisional games, next to the Rams uh, Bucks game, this is the game I'm really looking forward to. Because you get a guy like Aaron who you gotta remember he's from the Bay Area too. So anytime he plays the Niners, he has a little he always has a little bit about him where like he wants to do really well against them. Okay. And then sometimes he just trips over himself because he really wants to excel against them. Because that was a team he really thought he was gonna go to if you look back at it. Um I really think he's on they gonna they're gonna put the works on the Niners, unfortunately. <laughs> um because it's in Green Bay. I'm based out of Chicago, so like it's cold here, man. Like yeah. it's it's chilly. I, again, Jimmy's a Chicago boy. I, he knows how to play in the cold. Like, he gets that. The problem is when you bring some other folks who don't know how to play in that cold, it's different. Yeah. Um, I do I do like the Niners in this. I think Debo and those guys will get some good some good shots on the run, on, on the ground, but I am nervous about the passing game a little bit. Again, playing at Lambeau is no joke. Mm-hmm. Playing at Lambeau in January is no joke. Yeah. So, um, I think the Packers – edge out this one i do think it could be a potentially close game just dependent on that run game that's going to help out jimmy but if it's all falls on his shoulders and he has to pass let's say two out of three downs um mm-hmm. I, I am a bit nervous for that um also weather permitting i mean that's green base that's green Bay stuff man like yeah. if they get any sort of snowfall any sort of wind chill any sort of anything there they're going to figure out a way to use that to their advantage because that's home so um, as much as I, I kind of really want to see the Niners win, I think the Packers are going to edge that one out. Uh, hey, I, I'm sort of kind of going to side with you on this one. Um, I do mm-hmm. think I don't. I don't. I think that it, it, you know it's a lot of going on, and you know, obviously around the playoff time where A Rod can't finish in the playoffs. You know, um, mm. AFC Championship record, his divisional playoff record, all that. Um, but the 49ers, I, they are going to make it interesting. I'm going to go ahead and side with you on that one. Prior to the season ending, they beat the Rams. Um, they, mm-hmm. they, they've been on a little roll. You know, they just came off beating the Cowboys, and now they're going to go ahead and face the Packers. Um, I do think they're going to make it a little interesting, but they're probably going to lose by 10 or more. I, I will go ahead and say that. I think um, A-Rod and Devonta Adams just on a mission, man. Um, unfortunately, mission. Yeah, uh, unfortunately I, I mean, it's not the matchup that I wanted to see, but hopefully I can see that matchup the next round um, if it gets there. But, yeah, I think they're on a mission. I'm going to go ahead and side with you on this one. I think the Packers will win. And I'm going to yeah. keep. The next question in the AF NFC. Uh, so, okay, this has been my Super Bowl team, my Super Bowl pick. You know, since week one, um, prior to the Odell, prior to pretty much everything. Um, I love everything that the Los Angeles Rams had going on coming into this season. Um, Adam Matthew Stafford. Uh, they needed that quarterback yeah. to take them to the next level. Uh, Jared Goff wasn't that guy. You know, Cam Akers emerged last year but got hurt in the offseason. And now he's back. And it, Cam Akers is an amazing story. You know, he get hurt in July, and now he's playing playoff football this weekend. You know? <laughs> I know. I didn't, even hear, I didn't even hear that story until Sunday. And I was like – or until the game day. And I was like, he broke his what? Yeah. He's doing what? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. That is crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. You know? Um, and they had him on the shelf the past couple of weeks. He was practicing. He came out uh, this weekend, 17 carries, 55 yards, one catch, 40 yards. That's 18 touches and 95. You know, that's pretty – crazy to think about the way Sony Michelle been playing um so uh Rams Bucks that was my pick to win the Super Bowl um they now face the reigning Super Bowl champions in the divisional round I, I need to hear I need to hear your thoughts on this game man Brady 
Rams, Ramsey, Miller, Aaron Donald, you know, the whole nine. What's, what's your thoughts on this game coming up? This this game is the stars of stars, man. Like, <laughs> like you're getting everything you want. You get the flashiness, L.A., Odell doing his thing, right, Jalen yeah. doing his thing. Like you said, Matt, Matt Stafford has deserved this probably more than any quarterback in the NFL that man was dying in Detroit, and you hate to see it because he was so good. Yeah, like yeah. this is his time. Like, and I hate that he has to go against the Bucks. Right? <laughs> like, I hate it because this is the this is what I really wish was the NFC Championship game. Yeah, anything. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish this was next week. Like, I don't want this now because he don't deserve it. But it's gonna come down to those defenses. Like, Tom's gonna do his thing. I think that that Rams offense is going to do its thing because they got a, they got a little swagger with them this year. It's got to be the defenses that steps up, and which defense is going to do it? Because you got to remember, you talk about the great stars that are on L.A. Vaughn, Aaron, Jalen. You got to turn around and look at the Bucks, who got some big hitters on that side, yeah, yeah. and they're they're hungry for a back to back, and mm-hmm. they had a lot of guys come back from injury, right? Anton yeah. Winfield, Carl, Carlton Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you still got a lot of bigger guys down the low doing anything. Um, and think of the front, I can't think of the front line right now, but they are, they have been just nasty. Like, but so, they have been. but, but to, to budge in really quickly, um, so we know obviously AB had his antics a couple weeks ago. He, he's out, he's gone. Chris Godwin towards ACO, he's out, he's gone. Fournette, he didn't play, um, wild card round, but I'm assuming he does play in the divisional round. Uh, right. but do you think? The lack of a true wide receiver option outside of Evans and Gronk or receiving threat outside of Evans or Gronk could affect the Bucks in any way to where the Rams may be able to pull it out versus the Rams having Cup, Odell, who scored six touchdowns in nine games, Van Jefferson, Higby. You know, so what's your thoughts on that? Do you think the wide receiver options or threats will affect Tom Brady? Because um, as I've been watching the games, he's not really up to par or head on with Scotty Miller, the Tyler Johnsons, um, mm-hmm. Rashad Perriman, who they just brought back. But it's still not enough reps, you know, to get, you know, that good separation and so forth. So what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I will say those – those the stars are going to have to step up on that offense. You said the Crocs and that Mike Evans and those folks. Um, however, like, it's so hard to count out Tom in anything right. because he's made – mediocre wide receivers look like all pros in just one game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the crazy amount of wide receivers he had in, you know, uh, New England, uh, using Scotty Miller here is a great example. I think him and Scotty have a lot of hits and misses, but yeah. when they hit, it is nasty. Mm-hmm. So if that's one of those people that hits on, on this weekend, that's going to be – that's going to piss off a lot. I know people are going to be throwing punches <laughs> in the air because, like – if I could beat my dude named Scotty Miller on a, on, a, on a slot route for to go to the next round, and my check is gone, I am furious. It, you know, it's 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 so hard. Those guys got to step up for sure. But if there's anybody that's going to will them to a win, it's going to be Tom. Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be him. Like if you would have gave me any other quarterback, I'd have been like, nah. You know, Rams got this. I think I think it's just too much. Like again, using the Dak example, love Dak. I think if he was in this situation. Even like that would have been a much worse situation for him this past week. Um, that's true. That's true. But Tom, 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 he, I don't know how he does it, bro. That dude, he, whatever he got, he got the bottle it up and sell it. Cause I promise you people gonna pay for it a million bucks a bottle. It's, he doing something. 
Okay, so um, you you told me you have the Packers taking down 49ers. So what's mm-hmm. your pick for this? You know, it's, you're saying a lot, but you're not telling me who you got winning the game. Ah, I, I, no, I need to hear no. who you got winning the game. So down the road, when I look back at this episode, you know, I can say, he said this, he said that. Devin said, you know, so who you got winning this game? I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I have to go with my, God, I love it. And the Odell Terry just really messed me up because I love Odell. But <laughs> so look, looking at looking at this man, I want to, the only reason I want to go, Oh God! No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to upset. I'm going to LA. Okay, uh, I was hoping you said the Bucks. I, I'm going to go ahead and you know. I was gonna. Right. I'm not gonna uh, let you. I was going to, but because I picked Aaron in the next round, I really wanted the Niners. Bucks was my original oh. NFC Championship game I wanted this year. So Tom versus his prodigy, you know, you know, Bay Area team, mm-hmm. you know, versus Florida. Like I really like that, but. LA versus you know LA versus Green Bay would yeah. be so yeah, it, it, it'll be fire. It definitely will be fire, you know. And yeah. I'm hoping that it does come out to be because honestly, I wouldn't mind which team who makes the Super Bowl out of those two teams. Um yep. A Rod's story would be amazing. Um, you know, because we all know A Rod and Devontae Adams is probably gone this season this offseason. Um, especially A Rod. Yeah. So um that'll yeah. be interesting. He might go to the Niners, honestly. He might right. end up going hey, back in the crib. And hearing you say that he's from the Bay Area, that literally clicked in my head. I didn't even know that, you know. So that would be interesting. They have the offensive yeah. weapons for him. That will make him, you know, a little satisfied with you can do George, you know. So that would be interesting. Um, All that. We're going to go ahead and take it to the AFC side before we wrap up those NFL talks. Uh, this this game right here coming up is going to be rather interesting. Like you said, we were just talking about this team. Um, I like the connection that they have with Joe Burrow and all the wide receiver options that they have. They have a running game. They have a nice tight end. Mm-hmm. They have a defense, you know. And, and then, But when you look at the other team that they're facing – they sort of kind of have that same type of swagger, but not that good of a quarterback. Yeah. I don't think Tannehill is good as Joe Burrow. I think Burrow is clearly better. Um, but they have their their megastar, the league leading rusher before he went down in the past couple of years. Derrick Henry returning. Derrick Henry, Julio, who has been subpar this season, but still Julio, AJ Brown, Titans versus Bengals. I think that's going to be a low key game to where people are going to be like, man, I don't really know who's going to win, but it's going to be a hell of a game. So I just want to yeah. hear your thoughts on that game coming up. Um, who you got winning that game and why? No, you know what? I I love this game. I love this matchup yeah. so much. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Let's just let's just talk about Joe Burrow for a second. Joe Burrow is a boss. Like that he, man. That, that swag. That with him. He got that swag. That's only. That's one of the only coach pushing white dudes I can really rock, rock with in life. Like he is hilarious, man. Like. I love his energy. I love what he brings to this. And again, they're like, you know, we don't we don't really talk about teams in Cincinnati all. So like right. this is this is <laughs> this is great to see what he's brought to them. After an ACL tear last year too, like he has done some incredible things this year. So I want to make sure he gets his love and his props. And I agree with you. I think he is much better than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I think Tannehill has the experience. Um, but I think Tannehill does a lot of stuff where he gets his own mind really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um Versus Joe, who's kind of like that newer generation of quarterbacks. You know what? I did fuck up. Like, that's what we were right back out there. So it's okay. Yeah. Like, that, that new generation of quarterbacks is a little something different than, than the generation like five years ago even, right? right. So I think I think they're going to be great in the air. But like you said, Tennessee just has weapons. Yeah. Like, Derek coming back. And if Derek is 70% himself, mm-hmm. he's still the league's lead, best rusher. I don't care who you put him up to. That man – 
is a man amongst boys, whoever yeah. he goes up against. Every week. That offensive line can get him – that offensive line get him 75 yards and a touchdown. You get Julio, who, like you said, has been very subpar this year and is honestly extremely disappointing to me as somebody who's worth for the Falcons. Like, I wanted to see Julio cook mm-hmm. in Tennessee, mm-hmm. especially off the annex to leave Atlanta. So, him, you get Brown. Um, even uh, even the tight end there, I cannot, I'm blanking on his name right now. But I'm saying they I got, can't remember it right now. But he's been playing well as well. Like, they have a solid offensive team that really helps. If you just, if ten, all Tannehill's got to do is get the ball to him, like mm-hmm. in the right, right spot. So like he doesn't have to, like, really make too many plays himself, whether it's on the feet, it's in the pocket. Like, he has a great team around him. Um, I do, I do see, though, I think, I think Sissy pulls this one out. Ooh. I think Sissy pulls up the upset, Ooh. though. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Sissy pulls up the upset because I just, I just want to see the spice, man. Like, Sissy had a hell of a run the last four weeks to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Like to they beat some big teams, and this is the first year they won a division in I forgot what it was like oh, eight years yeah. or something. It was so long. So like for them to do that, they can't lose the momentum now. I think the Titans are strong. Their defense is strong too. You still got like Bunch Green, all those guys that really lead um, that side and are still very communicative. But man, I just think I just think Cincy's got a little swagger with them this year. That's just different. You know what I mean? And I hope they I hope they presents. I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm gonna go with the Titans winning. It's, it's and I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It's hard for me to say. You know, um, I support I support the Ravens. I, I like watching AFC North football. I'll say that. Um, uh, okay. So to see the Bengals come up and emerge, I know they're gonna be problems for years to come for every single team in that oh. division. Um, but I I like you're touching on the Bengals and they're, they're them closing out the last four weeks to make the playoffs and you know win that division. I want to more so praise the Titans for what they did. You know, to lose Derrick Henry for pretty much half the season and finish as the number one seed in the AFC. Now, I'm not saying they're a fluke, but they're probably not the most scariest number one team in recent years. You know, in recent years, you have the Ravens, the Patriots, the Chiefs. You know, so I can see why you'll say the Bengals will win the game. But ultimately, I think the Titans will probably get it done. I think Mike Rabel, um, he's going to do what he got to do to win that game. He's going to coach those guys well. And he's I think, a great player's yeah, coach. He's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a coach. And I think this Ryan will... He would be that game managing quarterback that he is. You know, Ryan Tannehill game manages. You know, he doesn't really make any big plays, but he manages games. Right. I think AJ Brown, um, and I think actually Julio might have a good game. You know, I think Derrick Henry will eclipse eighty to one hundred. Yeah. And, and I know Julio hasn't really had over sixty yards probably all season. Really, probably one game. I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I just want to see it so because I love Julio. But if he has his his best game is in the playoff, I'm gonna be hot. Yeah, that'd be, like, but that'd be amazing though. Cool story, you know why not? <laughs> it'd be a great story. It'd be a great. Story. He's also been he's also been dealing with his ankle all year, so I understand. Like he's had some issues there, so I can't I can't be a hater too much because I love I get love Julio Julio. I worked with him in Atlanta for a while. Like great dude. Mm-hmm. I'll expose number of success, but damn, I'll be so hot. I think more so because I'm thinking from a fantasy standpoint, and I hate that I'm thinking that way. Cause like I always draft people, and I'm like, "Yo, his boy gonna cook. Like he's yeah. motivated. Like he got it." And then like some fluky stuff happens, and he can't play. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then the playoffs happen, and they're cooking. Like a lot, a lot. Of Mitchell's a great example of that. Like I, I didn't have a running back for the last five weeks of my fantasy year. He was out, and then he gets in the playoffs and cooks. And I'm like, <laughs> "Cool, thanks." <laughs> But I'm like, hey, bro, I'm rooting for you as a person. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, but, um, okay, you got the Bengals. I got the Titans. You know, I'm looking forward to Saturday. It'll be a good one. Now, the last game that we got to talk about, um, this game is real interesting, you know, because 
I'm one of them guys, um, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. A lot of people might not agree with this, but I'm one of them guys that think Josh Allen is good as Patrick Mahomes. You know, I think he's right there. I don't think he's far off. You know, obviously Mahomes has been ticked the lead by storm the last couple of years, but I think Josh Allen is right there, man. Um, Thank you, man. I'll and, absolutely agree with that. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Just making sure. And then now it, it's, click, <laughs> it's, click, it's clicking in my head to where um, last season when they actually got eliminated in the AFC Championship game, if I'm not mistaken, um, Stephon Diggs stayed on the field, man. He watched them celebrate. He watched them do their thing. You know, I think they're going to have that extra type of, you know, that little, you know, I want to take them down. I want to beat them. Um, and Josh Allen is fresh mm -hmm. off of a 21 for 25, five touchdown pass game, you know. So um, that that right there, outside of the Rams and the Bucks, I think that might be my game to watch. You know, I'm going to be glued to the screen. Um, oh, that one you got to watch. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. And I and, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Um, I think Tredavious White being out, you know, obviously for out for the season is a big loss for the Bills. Yeah. But I'm going to still side with the Bills in this one, man. I think that they're going to come with vengeance. Um, I think they're going to come at him. Um, I think they're going to try to contain Mahomes as best as they can. But I think Dawson Knox will find the end zone. I think even Diggs will find the end zone. And I think Singletary, who's been scoring as a late the past couple of weeks, will find the end zone as well. And then Josh Allen is going to manage the game with his legs and his arm. It's real, it's real two similar quarterbacks though. Before you, t it's real two similar quarterbacks. You know, if you look at their game, actually, it's really similar. So, um, who you got? Talk to me with this game, Bills Chiefs. Let me tell you something. Looking at Bills Chiefs, I'm just gonna hit you with these four stats are off the bat. The number, the the Chiefs are third in the league in offense. Bills are uh, fifth. <laughs> Chiefs are the 27th best defense. Bills are the first. <laughs> the oh. best defense. In the league, bro. Jordan Porter is playing unreal yeah, this year. Yeah. I think that's somebody who's really got to get some love on his spot because I, for someone who really led a defense this season, that that young man has done an incredible job. Obviously, we know the Chiefs passing attack their fourth versus the Bills are ninth. Again, now we go to the other side of that coin is the Chiefs are 16th in rushing while the Bills are in sixth. So, mm -hmm. The Chiefs win this through the air, plain and simple. We know what the Chiefs are going to do. It's how they won the Super Bowl. It's how they continue to do it. But this year has felt very different, different. than any other year yeah. with the Kansas City Chiefs. When you watch the game, it's like, okay, we have figured out either how to play them or how to disrupt Patrick enough to mm -hmm. where he can't be doing miracles every third down. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's pretty much when the miracles out. start to happen, you know, <laughs> literally. They figured that part out. And there's teams that they lost to, just like, you shouldn't have lost to them. But they just knew how to play that those one or two plays, right? You had guys like Tyreek get hurt. You had, I mean, the Chiefs got decimated injuries on and off. Um, but like you said, between Patrick and Josh, like, you put the mechanics there, they're very similar very quarterbacks. Similar. Josh is a lot stronger than people give him credit for. He's a lot faster, faster. than people give mm -hmm. him credit for. Um he just may not be as agile as Patrick, but when that man can get an open field, he can move. And between the difference between him and Patrick is Josh will lower that shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He will, <laughs> he will definitely try to – he'll definitely get you another three yards or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think for the sake of this, I think for the sake of the pod, you know, put a little spice on I'm still going to take the Chiefs on it. I got to ride with the light skin king on this. Okay. But I can't <laughs> – I can't go against I can't go against the facts that the Bills are very good and the Chiefs will have to earn this win. And you brought up the point about Stephon Diggs staying on the field, watch it. That team is going to be extremely hungry. Mm -hmm. So with a target on their back, 
the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have to deliver a damn near flawless game in order to win this one. That's a fact. That's well said. I, you 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 pretty much wrapped up the NFL talks with that one. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> last question before we switch to the quick, quick basketball talks before we wrap up the pod. Thank you again for coming. Got on. you. Um, yeah, real quick, we talked wild card divisional. We're not going to be able to, you know, obviously can't talk AFC, NFC championship game because it's not here yet. So, right. with the team that's remaining, the 18 that's remaining, who do you have making a Super Bowl and who do you have winning the Super Bowl before we transfer over? Who do I have making a Super Bowl? Who do I have winning the Super Bowl? Golly. Um, NFC. God, all four of these teams are so good. So, <laughs> you look I, at them. so I know you have Packers and Bucks. So, who do yeah. you have winning between that game right there? Packers and Bucks, I think. God, I can't. I just can't go away. Okay, like, I I want to let him go, and I can't. I think it's got to be Tom again. Like it's just, I want to <laughs> let him go, but I can't because it's just so, like I'm a big advocate of like when teams are having fun. I think they're the best teams in their league. Like when they like their teammates and they're enjoying playing with another. The Buccaneers love playing with each other. Like, they are a very, like, friendly team with, like, each other in regards of just, like, camaraderie and hanging out and doing whatever it is. Like, they are they are the definition of growth. I think that the Packers are all business. Mm. So, I think that sometimes shoots them in the foot mm. to where they forget like to enjoy that. the game. I like that. Um, so, that's why I, I choose Tampa Bay. Um, for the AFC, though, and part of, and, and honestly, part of me really wants the Rams to go to the Super Bowl just because Matt, like simply because of Matt Stafford and Odell, like mm-hmm. those two, if they can get there, that would be incredible. Now yeah. I can't, I, I just don't think they're going to, but if they do, I'm not going to hate it. Um, and also as a Chicago guy, as much as I like respect and love, you know care for Aaron Rodgers' career, Chicago guy, it's tough to really root for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I still, I still show them love. When I can. <laughs> um, AFC. I, think I know you I said, pick Kansas yeah, City, Bengals and Chiefs. So between yeah, I know two. I pick out of out of Bengals and Chiefs. I think Kansas City would go, but if the Bills win, I think the Bills go. Okay, and then now give me your pick between the Bills and the Bucks or the Chiefs and the Bucks. Are you siding with Tom Brady again? Chiefs and Bucks, I would side with Tom again. Bills and Bucks, I think Buffalo wins that. I think Buffalo wins that because of how strong that defense is. Okay. Because Buffalo's defense is strong. Now, and if you put them pen to paper, if you put their, you know, offense, offense, defense, defense, I think the Bills' offense in some ways is a bit stronger. A bit, yeah, you can see, you can definitely, you can definitely say that. I definitely agree with you on that one. You can definitely say that for sure. Um, I think they come um, at you with sort of kind of like a variety of ways as well, like the Chiefs. But I think it's just stronger, tougher to play against a little bit. Again, and it's at that point, it's about that hunger. I think. I mean, we can never we can never count out Tom as much as we want to. Like mm-hmm. we're like, all right, bro, like go take a vacation. Like you went to Tampa to chill. Like you didn't go to Tampa to win all this. Like cut it out. Go make some more TikToks so I can check <laughs> it out. Like, but like now, but I like the man is a winner. Like he's a winner, and even when he loses, he wins. So it's right. like. It's like you can't you can't count against him too much, and I respect the hell out of that man. But I think if it was them versus Buffalo, I think the hunger from Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Jordan Poyer, 
who, if you haven't, he put out a great piece of what he battled through the last few years in his life. Um, I I would absolutely advocate for it's about how he was recovering from alcoholism. So it was a wow. a very powerful piece. So there's a lot of great stories within Buffalo to where you watch those and you're like, they could do it. Mm-hmm. They really could. And you and those are the type of teams that win and people remember. So um, I think Kansas City is just too bad. Like they're a little bit too beat up. And I think Tom and those guys will figure it out. Um, if LA got there, again, I don't think Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo and and or Kansas City could pretty much do do what they want to that team mm-hmm. on the defensive side. Even though the defense is good, I just think they'd be they wouldn't be prepared for it. So yeah, that's okay. that's that's what I would go with. Okay, well I have a couple more questions for you. Thanks for that lengthy NFL talks with me. Um a couple more Man, questions course, which we want to switch it to the association, um, NBA basketball. The just real quick, you know, um the Memphis Grizzlies, man. I, I want to go ahead and just just go oh ahead and God. tap in and talk about them. Um, they they remind me of one of these young the young teams when the Warriors were coming, when OKC was coming. Um, so I want to talk about them. They're sitting at thirty one and fifteen right now, third in the West. Um, Ja Morant obviously is the best player on that team and leading the way, but they have a couple guys that stepped up their game and improved their game this season. Um, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, he's looking like a solid defensive player of the year candidate. Um, they traded for Stephen Adams. Um, so let's talk Memphis Grizzlies really quickly. What's your thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies, and do you think they can make a real deep playoff run in the Western Conference? Fight? I mean, Western Conference this season. Uh, let's let's just talk about Memphis for a second. Like, I did not at all guess this for Memphis. Like, I couldn't have guessed this at all. I'm a big John guy. I love his. I've always liked his game. Like, even at Mercy, like I loved his game. I thought he was, but you know, obviously he deserved the pick he got. Mm-hmm. Um. He plays with like he plays with a passion. Like he plays how he plays how Westbrook played in OKC that year. They went to the finals. That's what that really reminds me of. Mm. Um, I think they have very solid pieces. You mentioned a guy like Desmond Bain, who I'm not even gonna lie to you. I had to Google him like three days ago <laughs> because I was like, because you know, there's so many people in the NBA now, yeah, because of COVID and injuries to yeah. where like there might be a 10 dayer. And I'm like, why do I keep getting alerts for a Desmond Bank? Like, who is this? It's like when you play, uh, like, your franchise league in mm-hmm. NBA 2K, you just get a ton of, like, new players that got no faces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I didn't know what these dudes were. But, I mean, they're cooking. A guy like Kyle Anderson, who I, like, I have a love-hate relationship with Kyle Anderson because the way he plays, you know, his name is slow-mo. The he slow-mo, plays in yeah. slow motion. Yeah. But he works. Like, it works. And it drives me insane as a fan that, like, nobody can stop him. Right. You know, they, uh, you see the resurgence of Steven Adams. Like, there's a big it's, – it's a fun team uh, out there. And I think they can make a run. I don't think they can make a far run. But I think they can make it to a point where they can at least get to a, a – if not the Western Conference Finals, but the round before that. Um, I think they would have to upset somebody pretty big. In that second uh, round, in order to get to though, yeah, that that'll be a major upset. Um, and, and I'm trying to see how it can happen. Um, I, I just don't know, man. So I do know for sure. I mean, last year, obviously, um, and this one I knew they were coming. Um, last year, obviously, they played the Utah Jazz in the playoffs, um, mm-hmm. and they lost four one. I do remember they were able to take a game. They lost four one. Yep. Um, I just can't see them losing in the first round of the season again. Um, I think. They're, they're going no. to they're going to play Dallas or they're going to play Denver or uh, probably Minnesota. Some, yeah, you know Minnesota, even LA probably. You know who who knows what's going on with LA? Um, they can fall in that three six four five matchup range. Um, I don't see Memphis taking a two seed. I think it's going to be Warriors and Suns at the end of the day. Um, yeah, 
So, like you said, I think there's going to be a big, big upset coming. Um, so, just real quick, who do you have coming out the West really quickly um, while we're here speaking on the Western Conference? Man, first of all, I, I, Western Conference, I got to pick Phoenix, um, mainly for a couple of reasons. One, uh, one of my clients, Joel McGee, plays on Phoenix, so I'm very much, like, invested into their team. So, I want to see them excel. Um, and he's had a resurgence this year. Who was the client you uh, made? JaVale McGee. Oh, JaVale McGee. Okay. okay. Uh, so he's had a resurgence here with them. And like, they've been able to play well. I think um, they are their own worst enemy. They have to definitely make sure they go well. I think the Warriors now, this team, um, reminds me of the 2015 Warriors that yeah. went to the championship. Yeah. And I worked for that team. I got an old championship ring with them. Like, it's all this. Oh, wow. Like, they, they remind me. Yeah, I'll show you. They remind me of that team. So, like for them, I gotta figure out which one this is actually. Um, yeah, they remind me of that team because they're younger, right? So they are definitely here to go. So this is one of the if I'm getting my camera to focus on wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so, that's nice, man. So yeah, we got, but they are. Um, they play like that, right? Like they still have your big three. You got you know Dre, Clay, and Steph. But then the other guys are playing well. Jordan Poole, or the surgeon of Jordan Poole, and people try to almost damn near kick him out the league last year because mm-hmm. he had such a rough, rough go about yeah. it. You see Kaminga's playing well. Mm-hmm. Wiseman, when he's healthy, um, you know, the the uh, growth of Juan Toscano Anderson and Damian Lee and Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton second. So, Otto, oh, my yeah. God, Otto Porter. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. Like guys that you see as journeymen, or you, know, you don't see much of, are playing big time roles and are doing things on a nightly basis that's made this team a prime time team again. And um, they're having fun. I go back to the reason I talk about the champion side is because literally three, three of these joints is because they had so much fun um, playing the game together. And mm-hmm. the ones they lost is the years they did not have fun. So I really live and die by that. So seeing the teams that are enjoying the company of their teammates and the people around them, like those always feel like they make it a a longer run because it's not work at the end of the day. It is, you know, a passion. They're all driving for the same thing. So I think that's going to be a great Western Conference final. Um, And I think the winner from that ends up winning it all because those two teams are so strong. So my thing thing is, you you say you you have the Suns making the finals, um, but you're telling me you can't side against Tom Brady. So what in your what making you able to side against Stephen Curry and you know what they do when it comes to playoff basketball? Um, the reason I am siding against Steph and them this year is I just think that the Suns are stronger from a um, rotational and bench standpoint. Sometimes Curry can get lost in his like, especially in the in the playoffs. Seeing it firsthand, he can get lost in like the top eight and may not rotate too many folks. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's really trying to like, hey, we got Steph's got to play his forty-eight, right? Clay's got to play his forty-eight. And again, Clay's still coming; he's still like getting into game shape. Like he's still doing well, but like at the end of the day, playoff. We all know playoff basketball is much different, yeah, than regular season basketball. So the reason I I think they need another year and maybe another like another year for their big guys to um, grow because again, the game that the Warriors have lost, they haven't shot well. So, and that was like the hit or miss in 2016 when we lost against uh, Cleveland was like they weren't shooting well. So, if you go against a guy like um, Phoenix, who they're big on the, they got a big inside presence, all their wings are pretty big. And then you have a pest like Chris Paul who's been a pest for years. Like, 
And to add fuel and fire, Chris Paul's lost the Warriors way too many damn times yeah, in his yeah, career. Yeah. <laughs> to where like he really and like last year he really didn't get a shot to like go after him because Steph was out, like, everybody was out. This is more like his revenge. Like mm. if you really look at the game tape, like Chris has been plotting for his revenge for years. Um so I think this is the one year he can do that. Um so I gotta I gotta go against him as much as I love stuff for those guys. I think I think this is the year that the Suns get to it, man. Okay. I have two more questions before we completely wrap it up. Uh, we're gonna talk oh, you're good. About, oh okay, we're gonna talk Eastern Conference basketball. Who do you have making the finals in the Eastern Conference? Um, I just wanna go ahead and jump straight to the finals because you know um, straight to the finals. All right. Well, um, wait, wait, as wait, Chicago wait, wait. guy. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I want to touch on the Bulls first off before we jump to the finals. Do you think they're legit? Do you think they're Eastern Conference finals or potentially even NBA finals made or what? Uh I think they are Eastern Conference finals made. Honestly. I think they need another year. Um I like them, man. I, I like, see I it, like man. the Bulls. I can't see it. I can't see it. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't think you don't think they can make the Eastern Conference final? I can't see it. I'm I just can't see Chicago taking down it depends on who they play, obviously, but the final four teams, I mean, in my opinion, will be um Bucks, Heat, Nets, and Bulls or Sixers. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, pending, that's, that's my top five. Yeah, yeah, pending a Philly trade, if they do make a trade and get Ben Simmons out of there, but oh. I think they should because you know, you can't waste a year of a center's um peak like the, their career, you know. And beat is that guy right now. He's looking you know, pretty phenomenal. He's fresh off of scoring like eight games or nine games of 30 points in a row. He's cooking. You know, so. Um, I, yeah. I, I, how do you feel comfortable saying that, yeah, you feel like the Bulls can take down Miami or Brooklyn or um, Milwaukee in a, in a seven-game series? Um, well, one, I'm, I'm speaking as if they don't have to play them until the Eastern Conference Finals. To be completely honest. With you. Well, they got to play, they gotta <laughs> play one of them. <laughs> you think? They, they got to play one. Play. Because think about it. If I it's, can see. If it's four teams, they got to meet one of them to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Out of the two, and damn, that was crazy. Being in Chicago, I'm actually a diehard Heat fan, and I like the Bulls too. That's actually, I don't think they could. That's why I rock with too. I don't think who Miami. Yeah, that's why I rock with. Yeah. Oh, I love Miami. I think big Miami. So as you've seen this year, Miami has had like some random names pop up that have kind of helped carry them across different games or like look at look at kyle guy right now like there's mm-hmm. so many right people that are, i feel like keep rotating into them because of again covid protocols injuries whatever it may be and they're still the second seed in that in, in, the, uh, right. in the conference um you now have a brooklyn team that's fully healthy um and when they are on they're on but when they're off they're off and it is it's bad to watch it um, is it is it really is um it, and and I love KD and I love the, I love the guys on there, but like it's it's tough and I feel bad at times. The Bulls, the reason I picked the Bulls at least going to Eastern is there is there is synergy there um, with at least that starting five that can do well on the emergence of AO this year, um, of IO this year as the rookie. Who I honestly didn't think I thought he was going to be a Windy City playing in G League, G League yeah. when they drafted him. I really did, and now he's he's cracking. He's I think. If not the most minutes off the bench, yeah, he, um, be. he, he started be. a bunch yeah. of games, but he should be. Um, you still got a strong bench present with them. You got Bradley playing, Brown Jr. still playing. Um, Caruso, when he's fully healthy again, you can't you can't limit the impact of what Caruso brings as a pest on the top of the key. Like there's a lot of great. Um, there's a lot of good, let me say this again. There's a lot of good um, second units, and I think out of all the second units from like a Heat, from like a Brooklyn. 
um, from like a Sixers, I think the Bulls can really go against and do well against. Um, but in a seven-game series, I do see the if the Nets play how the Nets should play, I could see them winning it. Miami, <sighs> you've watched them. You've watched it, them. It, it might be too much defensive firepower from Miami, man. It might be too much. And and, and uh, another yeah. guy I like to speak on, I love him so much. You know, um, and I love everything that he's doing. I like Kentucky as well. So Tyler Hero, I just look. I think he's going to be a star sooner than later. Um, I think he's leading. Lead, he's leading the team in scoring. He's leading all bench players in scoring. He's six man of the year coming soon. Arguably the most improved player, but um, that's another t- conversation. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think it's going to be too much defense for uh, for Chicago when they face if they face each other in the playoffs. Where you look at Jimmy Butler, um, Depot will be back. Kyle Lowry, who the past you know lead the league in charges oh, yeah. as a guard as well. Um, PJ yeah. Tucker, man, you know Bam, Bam Adebayo. Uh, it, it'd be a good series, but I just think I'm telling you, fully healthy. That is a that is a six to seven game series. Yeah, for sure. Both for those sure. teams play the way play they want to play. Like Tyler is having a hell of a year. After and dude, I think about after the year he had last year. Mm-hmm. Holy man, people ate that poor boy alive. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like they ate him alive for what he's done. Um, so like Miami has done some crazy stuff. Like I said, they had a lot of play, like. You couldn't have imagined like a guy like Yurt Seven coming in and now he leads the team in rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those guys those guys you're seeing, like, who are you? Again, this goes back to my previous point to where I'm like Googling people like they're created players. Like there's no chance this is a real person. Right. You know, and uh, you know, the you see guys like Caleb Martin getting there and getting big time minutes yeah, he's working. from time he's to working. time. I like him. He's working. Working, man. He's working. He, he's working. he so him, he works he reminds me of the guy in Chicago too. Um Javante Green, that dude with a dream like yeah. works. Yeah, You're just works. out there working. So mm-hmm. I think it's a big deal. Um and it's gonna be who outworks who. I don't mm-hmm. do I think any of those teams can win against Phoenix? No, unfortunately. Like I would love to see it, maybe. Um, but I think I just think the way that Phoenix is playing there, like they're just very fluid with their their firepower. But these are conference gonna come down to those those five teams you mentioned, right? So, so, um, so what would stop Milwaukee from taking down Phoenix if they were to meet again. I, I, Honestly, I, just, I just I just think I just think injury at some point. I really just think an injury is like something's gonna hold them back. Okay. Um also too, I feel like and you again, let me know your thoughts on this. I think DeAndre Aiden is playing much differently than he played in that finals Man. or in that year. Like it. Devin Booker, and just to comment on what you just said, Devin Booker, like I said, I, I like Kentucky a lot, so I support every pretty pretty much every player from Kentucky. And Devin Booker is my favorite. <laughs> you know, Devin Booker is my favorite shooting guard. Um, and I, and he, he was so close to his first championship, and I feel like that would have separated him from the shooting guard debate, where you have Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, you know, um, Devin Booker, all the guys. You know, he does um, not he does not deserve to be in like those are great guys. No mm-hmm. disrespect to. Him. He's better than the handful you mentioned on so many levels. And I feel the same way. Um, so I feel like Aiton really set that team back in that postseason, that finals um, series, because he wasn't what he was. You know, at Arizona, we seen Aiton dominate in college. You know, he was a big, strong guy. We seen him come in the league averaging a double-double. You know, he was Aiton. But against that series, he wasn't that guy, you know. Um, but this season, I, I'm definitely seeing a different step, a pepping his step a little bit more. He's more physical down low. He's finishing around the rim. He's he's finishing with his right or his left hand, post fade and doing it all. So, um, I like the Suns team, man. I, I I can't disagree with what you're saying, but I think it'll be interesting. It's hard to really call right now. I think it, I think it'll be interesting. And, and again, like you said, you the way that he played in that finals, 
And the way if you look at him now, how he mm. played in that final, it's a totally different game. And that as as simple as a pick and roll can be, Phoenix runs the pick and roll the best. There's a stat I wish I had it in front of me. DeAndre and JaVale are the top two pick and roll like recipients of the league because of how well they run that. And they get it every time. And I don't understand how like it's the most simple thing that we've all seen our entire lives yeah. in basketball. But this team, like Chris Paul is a magician. Like he'll figure out ways like, all right, well, I'm going to do a step back, fake out, then I'm going to go through your legs, hit you with a layup, and now yeah. you're pissed off. Like he finds ways to do it. That's true. Um, and I think I think this year they just get it done, man. Like, and, and maybe Chris just goes into the, you know, he's like, all right, I got mine, I'm out. I'm going to go produce some movies or something. <laughs> Well, look, man, I'm hoping that happens, and it'll be interesting to see. My last question for you, Devin, sir. Um, yes, this, sir. This, this this, is probably the most open i ever seen in my, what, 16, 17, 18 years of keeping up with basketball, um, the MVP race. Who do you think will win the MVP this season? That's 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 my last question to you. Go ahead and take the time. Do whatever you got to do. Um, brainstorm. Jesus, what you have, Kevin Durant? I, I really gotta look at the list. I, I think like, I think Kevin Durant. This, this is I not think, easy. Yeah, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry. You have Jokic, who's keeping Denver around without Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, and so forth. You have Embiid. You know, you have who some people are starting. So they got Giannis in there Giannis, every year, you know, like, um, and, and some people as of late are starting to say John Morant. Um, who who season? I love that John's in there. Yeah, his season is sort of kind of similar to Derrick Rose MVP season. Um, so, well, you know, who's your MVP this season? And I can't really say and why, but if you want to say and why, you can go ahead and give me why you think there should, they should be MVP. Um, wow. The jaw inclusion is so good. Um, but we have to talk about DeMar DeRozan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. DeRozan too. DeRozan, I left him out. Yeah, DeRozan I think, too. I think you gotta, I think you have to put DeMar in there. Um, cause he was my, he was definitely my pick. Um, but to go back, go back to uh, to Phoenix, man. The guy that again for one another year is not getting talked about is Chris Paul, mm-hmm. um, because of how again he is him and Devin Booker. He can throw Devin Booker in there, whether it's like a co MVP situation, but they are they are running, man. Like they are doing some incredible stuff. I love KD throwing Kevin in there because he's pretty much willed Brooklyn all season long with everything that's going on in Brooklyn right. this year, like he's willed that. Um, I don't really want to put Joker in there because he had a, he's doing well, but there's just a lot of, there's just a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, but DeMar, man, like fourth court, the king of the fourth, man. Like he is, <laughs> he is, he's individually winning games for Chicago. Um, and Chicago some great guys, right? They got Lonzo, you still got Zach, like, but DeMar is the first one who can really out of all of that, that whole team, honestly, I think, can create his own shot. Mm-hmm. I think everyone else needs some additional help. DeMar's the only one who can create his own shot, and you're going to go to him at the end of the game. So similar to, like, a Kevin, similar to, like, a Steph, um, similar to, like, a Devin Booker, I think DeMar should be up there. So I'm going to go with some folks off the list. I think it should be the DeMar, Chris Paul, and I might even throw, you know, I said if you could do a co-MVP, then do, like, a same team situation. Yeah. But off the list, I'm going to go with KD, um, just because of what he's done with Brooklyn. But I think those are just the, the ones that we've mentioned. We all have heard him. I think this year should be a year for a different name, similar to how we did with Jokic last year. Right. Um, but if you got to go with one of the OGs, then then KD. I, I see Steph in there too, right? Because, again, this 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 makes you feel like Steph 2015 MVP exactly. year. Yeah, unanimous. Um, 
you you really feel like that here. So um, I think a combination of those four, but I think just to, just to keep it just to keep it spicy and, and throw it out there, I think it'd be cool to see Demar get it, which he deserves some he deserves some love in in this too. Okay, well, well said. Well, Devin, thank you so much for coming on Facts and Stats. This episode seventy six is now wrapping up. Um, you have anything else to say before I let you go? No, man. If y'all haven't already followed and tapped in on my man's podcast, please do show some love. Hit the comments in there. If you think my takes were trash, please let me know too. <laughs> um, and you ain't gonna hurt my feelings. Uh, you know, saying this is the end of the day. We all debate and talk sports, and at the end of the day, it's either facts, stats, or some people say cap. So we want to make it happen. Yeah, true. Thank you so much, man.